0: You're listening to The Way Out, creating financial freedom through network marketing with Andrew Logan. This podcast is your step-by-step guide to building and growing your own business and creating passive investment vehicles. If you crave legacy, wealth, and freedom, keep listening. Hey, Andrew Logan here. Great to be with you for another episode of The Way Out podcast. And today I want to talk about a few P words. Um, three P words in particular, and these are things that we do consciously or subconsciously, but traps that we can fall into that will sabotage our business growth. They're mistakes that we can make that will have us going well and then just stalling, or we don't even get our business off the ground, or whether it's our relationship or our culture or our team or business or side hustle or personal development, anything. These three things come across all facets of business and life and relationships. But I want to talk about them specifically in, you know, business and financial growth, obviously. And as I said, they're things that we can all do. They're they're little mistakes that we all fall into. And what prompted me really to do this podcast today was because I realized that I had fallen into one of the major traps. And I had been doing one of the exact things that I obviously you know, try and coach and preach people don't do. And we all have, you know, we all make mistakes. None of us are perfect. And I don't know if you can hear, but my voice is probably a little bit croaky today. Um, you know, my throat's a little bit sore. And the reason for that is because I've just spent three days recording the audible version of my book. So I've been, you know, inside with a microphone and a, you know, and a book and a laptop and just reading out this book to myself. And I don't particularly like the sound of my own voice. And I'm sure no one particularly likes the sound of their own voice. And sitting there and reading your own words can (laughs) sound a bit monotonous because you're like, I know what this guy's going to say next and blah, blah, And, you know, it can be a bit boring in general. And it gave me a bit of a headache. But the point was, because I knew it was going to be painful, because I knew it was going to be, you know, like not much fun. um, I'd been procrastinating it. I'd been putting it off and I'd been procrastinating it. And procrastination is one of the biggest theses of success. And it's like one of the big P words that I want to talk about today. And it wasn't until my, you know, my business partner sort of reached out to me the other day and he sent me a message. He's like, mate, when are you going to get that Audible book done? Like, you know, come on. And it's like, oh, you know, I'll get there. I'll get there next week, next week. I just, you know, I need a whole week to myself kind of stuff, blah, blah. And I just kept making excuses, kept making excuses. And then he messaged like Sunday night and just said, everyone is waiting for you. (laughs) Like everything is in place. Everything is done. Everyone's just waiting on you to like send the thing over. And that's when I realized, you know what, I've fallen into that procrastination trap. And so I got it done and, you know, of course, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Like, I mean, it wasn't sunshine and lollipops, but it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be and it's done now and it's sent off and the editor's got it. So everything's fine. But that is what made me think, you know what, I need to talk about this P word, this P word of procrastination and some of the other things because we all fall into the trap. So I want to give you strategies to help. Now, obviously, one of the strategies to help is to have your business partner kick you in the bum and, you know, have an accountability partner or someone who's going to kick you in the bum. But talking about procrastination and and then we'll get into the strategy, talking about a little bit more, procrastination is obviously putting off something that we don't want to do and generally because it's painful or generally because it's massive and so we can fill our day with all the little things and we fill our day with the nice, easy, fluffy stuff So if we're building a business or, you know, we're getting into investing or we're trying to build a team or, you know, create a side hustle business, all that kind of stuff. And it's like, oh, I won't make that phone call because I haven't got my logo just perfect yet. Or, you know, I won't follow up with those people because I don't have my vision statement yet. And, you know, I won't do a post on my social media because I haven't got my vision board finished yet. And we get into this kind of procrastination where we look at all the little fluffy things, and the fluffy things are nice. And so we we can look at them and see them as easier, as more fun, as more enjoyable. You know what? Like I've just got to go to the gym first and like, you know, find a really good photo at the gym and get a really good motivational quote. And then I'll do like a call to action post tomorrow, stuff like that. But if we think about building a business, like building, baking a cake, we've got to understand that the icing on the cake, all the lovely stuff that people see and all the really nice you know, pink and purple and blue and and you know fluffs and sprinkles and all that kind of stuff. That icing on the cake comes afterwards. The stuff that actually builds the cake is generally quite boring. It's like flour, eggs, and milk. You know, like whatever's in the cake. It's generally a handful of very boring fundamental ingredients. And so there is an element to when we're building a business that. It can, the fundamentals can be, and I shouldn't say boring, because when we're working with people, it's always, it's never boring because we're working with people. But there is a fundamental like monotony to it. It's just it's quite plain. It's you know flour, eggs, and milk. Go out, share your story. Go out, talk to people. Go out, follow up. You know, comment on social media. Those sorts of things can be quite fundamental. And so we want to skip them, and we want to ice the cake before we have baked it. And so if you try and do that, obviously you end up with this kind of hot mess at the bottom of the oven because you put all this beautiful icing on a cake before you've actually made the cake, before you put the thing in the oven. And then you end up as a hot mess on your friend's couch, unable to pay rent. So what we need to do to help with procrastination and what we need to do, a strategy that I use is I need to look at rather than the micro of the task at hand, I always need to step back and look at the macro. And again, you know, I mean, this is where vision boards and Uh, you know, vision statements and why, you know, like why are you doing this? Your why piece? This is where those things are sort of good because you have to come back and say, okay, so I want to build this business and I want to, you know, help people build a, a business. And that involves, you know, a book and an audible version of the book and a podcast and that kind of stuff. And then I have to say, okay, so my goal of helping people build a business and helping people have financial literacy and helping people create financial freedom isn't that important to me, obviously. Because if it was important enough, I would do this task because this is a necessary task along the path. So there's, you know, create your vision and reach your goal. And there's a hundred steps in the middle. And this is just one step of the journey. And I'm just sitting there looking at saying, oh, I don't really want to do that step. What I need to do is reframe that in my mind to say, you know what, I don't actually want to build this business. And then I stop and look in the mirror and say, well, I do, you know, I really want to do this. I have this passion and excitement to do this. So get to work, (laughs) go and do that thing that you don't want to do. So it's the same if you're, you know, if you're just starting building a business and let's say you're building your business and you want to leave work and you get up every morning and you hate work, all that kind of stuff. And it's like, you know what? I don't want to do this task. That's easy to say to yourself. It's harder to say to yourself, looking in the mirror and say, you know what? Leaving my job isn't that important to me. I'm happy to stay in my job you know, uh, until I'm happy just to keep going to this place that I don't want to go. And then when you say that, suddenly you'll change your mind. And suddenly you'll say, oh, actually, no, I do want to leave this job. Or maybe it's even like bringing your spouse home, right? Like that was the big thing that drove me at the start was to bring my spouse home and bring Angie home. So, you know, that we like together, like we wanted to work together so she could come home and, and raise our children. And it was like, okay, when I don't want to follow up with someone, when I don't want to deal with that negative person, when I don't want to like ring that person who sent their pack back and ask what's going wrong, you know, when I don't want to do those crappy things, I had to stop and think of, you know what, having Angie home and raising our kids is more important than that difficult conversation you're going to have. So hold that vision. So if you are a procrastinator, if you find it, you know, you can fall into that trap and we all do. Always remember to go back to that bigger vision and understand that whatever this task is, it's a necessary step along the journey. And if the journey is that important, if the destination is that viscerally important to you, then all of a sudden that step becomes easier because you lift your eyes up. You don't look at the step in front of you. You lift your eyes up and you look at that horizon and you keep going. So the first word is procrastination. The second one then is similar um, and it's perfectionism. And really, perfectionism is a, is a nice way to say that you're procrastinating. You know, procrastination's got a negative term. Uh, perfection is like nicer. You know, oh, well, I'm, it's not that I'm putting off starting. I'm just waiting until I'm perfect before I start. And really, they're the same thing. And the reality is that perfectionism will crush your business just as much, if not more, than procrastination. Because firstly, perfectionism is a form of procrastination. I've gone through all that. Secondly, perfection is a subjective word. So what I think is perfect, you probably don't think is perfect. And what you think is perfect, I may not think is perfect. And you've probably got that friend who's come home one day and said, oh, I've met, I've met the perfect guy. I've met the perfect girl. And then you meet him and you're like, oh, you're a bit of a tool. Like, oh, you know, really? Like that's, you know, but it doesn't matter because they're perfect to the person. Your friend thinks that that person is perfect. Now they may or may not be wrong. That's up to them, but it's not in your. It's not up to you whether that person is perfect for your friend or not, and it's not up to you whether that person is perfect in your eyes. It's whether those two people are perfect for each other, and they're perfectly imperfect, and they cover each other's flaws. So when we're in business, especially, we are not paid to be perfect. We are paid to deliver a service, help people with a solution. Solve problems through products or services, solve their problems. And so the solution isn't perfection. The solution is to go out and solve their problem. So if you're worried about being perfect, you're making it about you. And you're forgetting that it's about the person you're speaking to. So if you're saying, I can't possibly post on social media yet because, you know, I haven't used the products for 90 days yet and I don't have a perfect before and after photo. You're forgetting about the person who's like desperate to start and your first week could be enough to inspire them. You know, your 90-day story will be enough to inspire someone else, but tell your one week story at the one week mark and then tell your 30-day story at the 30-day mark and tell your 90-day story at the 90-day mark. Don't wait until you're completely perfect six, 12 months down the track because you're forgetting about the person who's actually listening. You're forgetting about the actual The job of a business is to help other people solve their problems. So if you're like, I haven't made a million dollars yet, so I can't talk about the income. Well, you're never going to make a million dollars because you're never actually helping people make a hundred dollars. Tell people your hundred dollar story. And if you're messy, if you're like, if you stuff up, if you kind of fumble on your words, you know what? You're going to learn. And that's the next thing about perfectionism is that being perfect is an eternal, like it's never going to happen. And like perfection is just, perfection means that you are done. You have nothing left to learn. You are the best completely done thing ever. And that's not us as human beings. Our role as human beings is to progress, is to grow every day, is to learn more, is to experience and and make failures so that we can grow and and develop. So if you're like, oh, I'm I'm not going to start until I'm perfect. Well, you're never going to get there because Perfection doesn't exist like it's like we're always going to learn something and you're never going to get there because you're not going to make the mistakes along the way. And then the final thing with that is that if you're not making mistakes, you become unrelatable. The person that is perfect is unrelatable to the brand new person who's starting. And again, we're making it about ourselves. I want to make the perfect uh, speech on stage. I want to make the perfect um, you know, like social media post. I want the perfect picture to go with the perfect quote. And again, that then becomes unattainable to the brand new person who's clunky, who's just getting started. We want to be relatable. Our imperfections are the perfect thing that make us imperfectly perfect and make us so relatable because the new person can look at us and say, you know what? If Andrew can, I can. If John can, I can. If Sally can, I can. If Jane can, I can. Because Jane's doing really well and she still stuffs up on her Facebook lives. Andrew's doing really well and he still procrastinates. You know, like we need to have that relatability where people can look at us and understand. And that's why Facebook lives are so great. Like that's why people love Facebook lives. Because people get on and mess up. And people, oh, I don't want to do a Facebook live in case I stuff up. Go on and stuff up and make the biggest mistake ever. And I guarantee you it will be the most popular and most successful Facebook live you ever do. Because people are like, oh man. Andrew just messed it up, man. That was so good. Like Andrew, I felt so sorry for you and I could feel you and I could see you were struggling and I could see you were nervous and you started sweating and And they will relate to that struggle because we will relate to that struggle and go from there. So now the final thing, so the final P word. So, so the strategy, obviously, <laughs> I kind of went through them, but the strategy is to understand the perfectionism about you. If you're falling into the perfectionism trap, understand that your job is to progress Your job is to grow and your job is to show people you are just a normal person who makes mistakes along the way. So just go out and make mistakes and experience life. Now, the final one, the final P word, and it's a kind of two-part word, but it's people pleasing. And this is a real, real challenge. And this is especially when you're growing a team when you're creating a culture and you're stepping into leadership and you want to keep everyone happy. And especially in this kind of business model, when we're working with friends and family initially, we start with our friends and family, and then we go from there. And, you know, these are our closest friends and that kind of stuff. And we want to keep everyone happy. But there are only like clowns and pizza, essentially, are the two things that can keep people happy. So if you want to keep people happy, just go to clown school. If you want to be a leader, you have to understand that you can't keep everyone happy. And it comes down to two things. Firstly, you have to understand that the vision of the team, that the greater good of the team is more important than keeping one or two like squeaky wheels happy. Okay, Because in any team, there's going to be a couple of people that you just cannot keep happy no matter what you do. And if you focus on keeping them happy, you annoy the other people. The people who are putting in the work, the people who are showing up at the events, the people who are showing up on the calls, the people who are doing the work, the income-producing activities, and you're so worried about the person who didn't show up to the event or didn't get on the call, and you're getting all sort of, you know, worried about keeping them happy and what can I do differently? Why not focus on the people who are at work? You know, look at them and they're getting into action and they're doing the things and then they're gonna feel disgruntled. They're gonna feel, you know, unrecognized and unhappy. So we have to understand that people pleasing is sacrificing the culture and the vision of the team to keep one or two people happy. And then the second thing with people-pleasing is understanding that, you know, overall, like, you know, in life and in business and everything, we want to help people solve problems. But the next step then, the first step is to help them solve their problems. The next step is to help them live a better life. You know, we want to help people, you know, help people change the situation they're in. And our business model allows us to do that through our products and services and our compensation plan. And that's, that's the amazing thing about it. So the first step is to get someone in, you know, help them get more energy, help them lose weight, help them improve their skin, you know, help them improve their life, whatever it is. And then we're going to help them change their financial position so that they can have more time, they can have more choice, they can have more, you know, freedom and that kind of stuff. And with that, we have to help people grow. Now, if we're going to help people grow, we have to have difficult conversations at times. And again, if you sacrifice the difficult conversations because you don't want to upset that friend, what you're also doing is you're keeping them in that same position and you are by default allowing them to go out and keep making the same mistakes. If you've got your best friend doing this with you, but your best friend doesn't tell their story well, or your best friend doesn't take care of their customers well, or your best friend, you know, keeps making these same mistakes and you think, oh, I care about them too much to have this difficult conversation. Then really, again, coming back to like the procrastination thing at the to- at the start, you're putting off that conversation. You're putting off that difficult conversation because you don't want to upset them. And what you need to say is, you know what? I care so much about this person and I care so much about their vision and what they want to achieve and what they want to do with their life that I'm willing to have this difficult conversation. I will have the candor to have this difficult conversation with them. I'm going to sit down and I'm not saying like be horrible or be rude. I'm saying care enough about them to sit there and say, you know what, we need to fix these things. We need to fix how you're sharing your story. We need to fix what you're doing when people come in. We need to fix your posting. We need to fix your Facebook. We need to fix your Instagram, you know, like stuff like that, whatever it is. But you need to care enough about someone and have the candor to help them reach their goals. Because if you care about them too much, you are saying, you know what, I want you to stay in the same position you are because I am procrastinating putting off this difficult conversation. And if we want to lead a team, if we want to create a culture, we may not be loved by everyone, but you can be respected by everyone. And that's the reality. Because again, if you want to be loved by everyone, be a clown. But if you want to be respected by everyone, become a great leader and have the and candor to do that. So guys, they're my three P's. They're a little bit ranty, I know, but I know... All of us fall into these traps. I know we all make these mistakes and sometimes we just need someone to pull ourselves out of it, kick ourselves in the bum and move on. So if you're procrastinating, hold that, go back to that big vision and realize that the bigger vision is more important than anything. If you are falling into the trap of trying to be perfect before you get started, understand that you're making it about you and you're forgetting about the person that you should be talking to who is ready to take that first step. And if you're people pleasing, understand that you cannot lead a team If you think you look stupid on a horse, you can't lead the cavalry. If you're too worried about what people will think about you looking like how you sit on a horse. Okay. You have to be willing to go out and be the leader. And maybe that will make a couple of people unhappy. But I tell you, those people that are unhappy, that you're growing, that you're developing, that you're progressing, that you're evolving are the people that were holding you back. You can't take everyone with you to the top. You cannot carry that weight to the top of the mountain. You may have to let some people go, but they were people who weren't going to do this with you anyway. They were being dragged along. Okay. So guys, I hope that helps. As always, if you've got value out of this, let me know, take a screenshot on your device, tag me on your stories at Andrew James Logan. Let me know the traps you've fallen into or some of the strategies you use, or if this resonated with you and hit you right between the eyes. Love to hear your stories. Love to hear your feedback. Um, And guys, I look forward to speaking to you on the episode next week. See ya.